7 Days to Play. Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile gaming review program. I am Sam. And I am Tice. Each week we challenge each other to a new mobile game. And for the last seven days, we've been playing Tides, colon, a fishing game. Tides. That's a good name. I like I Tides. Tides is nice. Has a good mouthfeel. Tides. 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 Tell me about Tides, Tice. Tides colon a fishing game is, would you believe it, a fishing game. Uh, I was first attracted to this game in the app store because it said it was a fishing game. I love fishing. Fishing catch and release is a lot of fun. It's a good way to explore the world. But this game looked aesthetically quite pleasing to me. The colors were quite nice. The screenshots mm. were cool. Yeah. So you're you're an avid fisher, right? I like, like fishing. You, a dabble. You do. A dabble. I mean, you fish at least once a year. Oh, yes. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. already more, much more than I fish. Yeah. I think I fish like once every five years. Okay. Take. Okay. Right. I'd like to fish more, but you know, it's it's intense. But like, what is it about fishing that you like, Tice? Oh, I'm so pleased you've asked this question, listeners. We did not prep for this, just so you know. But strap in. Uh, fishing is a very multifaceted pastime. It can be a sport. I think that I like that. I have a lot of friends that are in the fishing profession, and they do they fish and take photos of fishing um, competitively for a living, which is pretty cool. Oh, wow. Um, Yep. Uh, I come from a country where fishing is one of the most popular things to do uh, for anyone of um, different ages and backgrounds and what have you. It's just a a really cool way to get together. Um, What I love about fishing is that it's there's there's so many opportunities to learn. So we talk a lot about Sam uh, in our our spare time around how you can like uh, get better at something. And Mm. I think, I think fishing is a really nice um, pastime or hobby or sport to do that. I'm not a competitive fisher. I don't fish for big game as they call it. I don't really get out into the deep sea and do that sort of fishing. I prefer smaller, smaller fishing challenges. So more thinking more of like lake fishing for like bass and trout or uh, some ocean fishing for smaller fish. Uh, And when you do that, you reduce the budget that you need for fishing gear and the complexity. So you're using smaller Mm. reels, lighter lines, cheaper lures, cheaper kit. kit. So if you lose stuff, it's fine. But all that to say, there are moments that I can remember in the last few years, particularly upstate New York or um, in Canada by a lake where it's just you and your fishing rod, as we would call it, pole perhaps, depending on where you're from. (laughs) Um, and Just it you is and your rod. absolute zen. Yeah, I know your stuff. Uh, it's such a peaceful thing to do, you know, like you can't effectively be on your phone at the same time. Mm. I might play some music in the background and take some lunch down or a cold beverage, but uh, I do think being at peace with myself by a dock fishing in a lake is I can spend – I literally lose track of time. Like I have mm. un, I have been there until the sun goes down and my wife has to be like, you need to come home to eat dinner. You haven't eaten for eight hours. I, I like lose track of myself and I think it's such a beautiful thing. And other people can find that in uh, meditation or other pastimes and hobbies, you know, like um, right. building electronic things or, or woodcraft, woodworking. And I love all of that stuff too. But fishing for me is just such a – um, a Zen moment. And then if you're in a place where you can keep the fish um, and it's of the right size and it's of the right species and you have the right ticket, um, being able to cook with it and being able to take it home and like provide food is like, just feels very nourishing. I don't know. I, I've, I've always loved that I grew up mm, by the ocean yeah. and lakes my whole life. Um, so yeah, uh, sorry, long story uh, there, but that's why I love fishing. And I have never, I'm not sure I've ever really played a mobile fishing game before. So I gotcha. Yeah, and I, this I is why you hate tides, like, a fishing game. Precisely. Yeah. It's rubbish. No. 
<laughs> That's why it stood out to me. Uh, fishing is near and dear to my heart. It makes me feel very relaxed. And in this fast-paced mm. world that we live in and with the sort of jobs that you and I have, Sam, I think it's it's good to find something like this. I think you have similar hobbies that let you sort of zone out and and not be as oh know, yeah in totally. front of a screen. I can or, I can pick a handful of things that I do where I just lose absolute track of time and you know, you're just with yourself and your thoughts and it's awesome. It's a great thing. I think more hobbies yeah. should be that you're way. You're not double checking the time and you're not you're not fastidiously pulling down to refresh or doom scrolling. It's like I think it's good to find that thing that works for you. For me it's fishing. Uh, for others, something else. Awesome. But that's what that's what attracted me to the game. Thank you for asking. Yeah, of course. Let's uh, let's get into the game, Tice. Do you have the App Store description? I do. The mise en place for this episode is top notch, Sam. It is. Uh, here you go. You ready? Yeah. Here is the App Store description for Tides: colon, A Fishing Game. Many games include beloved fishing mini games that let you take a break from your primary objectives and just relax. With Tides. We seek to add a fishing minigame to whatever part of your day needs it. Tides is a small game designed to be a meditative escape with serene visuals, calming music, and simplistic gameplay. Drive your boat across various expedition destinations, discovering and collecting a plethora of beautiful fish, period. Mm, That sounds beautiful. What a good description. Even the description is inducing a level of zen with me. As and I'm sleepiness. Reading. Yeah, I agree. I'm a little sleepy now. <laughs> like, <laughs> using words like calming music and plethora. I'm like, oh, cool. Mm, very nice. Serene visuals, calming music, and simplistic Indeed. gameplay. Indeed. So this game is an idle game. Have you played other idle games before, Tice? I don't think so. Okay. What would be a good description of an idle game that became very, very popular? I think Cookie Clicker. Have you played Cookie Clicker? No, but that's a fun thing to say out loud. Right. So (laughs) Cookie Clicker is probably one of the first like idle games that got super, super popular. It was a web-based game where first thing you do is just you click a cookie, right? (laughs) You click on the cookie and you get points. Okay. And then the more you clicked on the cookie, the more points you got. But then all of a sudden you got like all these multipliers. Like you can now double click with just a single click. And then it made you get double the amount of points that you got from the cookie. And then all of a sudden it gave you like these kind of really wild sort of upgrades to your clicking abilities. Like there was an auto clicker so that you no longer have to click the mouse in order to click the cookie. And then it gave you like these comet cookie clicking abilities and it became like super crazy. (laughs) And like the game got to a point where like, I think like demons start to appear within the game and like for your, your cooking. <laughs> that escalated. Yeah. And then like all of a sudden you're like in this portal of hell and <laughs> you click your Old way. from cookies. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. So there was like, oh, you know, like and there's it. like a whole lot of idle games that sort of spawn from this idea, like starting from like a really simple task and then you gain like okay. multipliers in order to get it. And I think that's where like the charm of idle games also became really popularized. And this definitely is like one of those idle games where like you start something off, right? And, and in this okay. case, it's fishing. Uh, but then you do things in the game that improves your ability to make money and not just by fishing, right? Um, Tice, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So you can, um, from what I can tell in the game, uh, one of the key the key mechanisms to... I guess improving your income to some degree, like earning more coins, is to um, fish. Right? I forget the like terminology, but well, yeah, definitely fishing. Sorry, that there's another mechanism there where you can you can um, add friends to your docks, or you can create like friends, and they'll fish for you. 
Right. Which, as a side note, I thought that was just really interesting. That like you, you can create, you can create more of them. You can level them up, and then they'll do the fishing for you, which was which was neat. But but yes, the main the main part of the game there is to to get on your boat, as they say, which in the beginning is a simple raft, uh, and just go fishing. Right. Each fish you catch is like worth a certain amount of points or or coins or what have you. You can you can collect a, a, a maximum amount of fish, and then you sort of go back to your main island and um, cash them in. Right, you cash them in, and then um, there's like this really nice mechanism of guiding you to like the next thing to do. Right, like there was, hey, first you should make your first assistant. You can level them up so that any sort of amount that you level them up, um, they they make slightly more money per minute. Right, right. it's they like a, you know you more. invest more to level them up, but then they'll bring you back more over time or something like that. Totally, and then you can open up the shop. You can open up like the little pet store. Yeah, you can open up the costume store. You can open up a different like. There's this area of the island with like drums, uh, and like right. a fireplace. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. There's like a lot of cos- cosmetic things that you can sort of just if you've got the if you've got the cash, you can just tap and then it unlocks it and opens it up. Um, I remember also if you want to open up more islands, there's like a totem right style mechanism, which is probably like a pretty key part to opening up the rest of the map. Right. So initially you only have access to like one fishing area, which is off of your main island. You go there to fish, which is like a one way to make money. Um, and then I think the real way to sort of continually making money in this game is to to sort of like beef up your assistance and yes. building more stuff around the island. Right. So initially off the bat, like you have... Uh, I think like three slots to put in fishing assistants. And then I, mm-hmm. I, I assume that there's going to be a lot more. And then you also have the ability to upgrade your raft or your boat, right? To like different boats, which you then do. allows you to move faster while fishing, as well as have more slots to store the fish that you catch. That was one of the things I was hoping we would talk about is the the way in which you store the fish and how to make that easier. Because that's one thing that you do tap out on pretty quickly. Um, mm-hmm. as you catch you know i think it's four or five i think might be the initial limit initial is four and then i think the next upgrade to the canoe is like five fish that you can catch okay and then even with that though like i feel like there is normally like idle games it's you're very busy doing the thing that you're supposed to do like click 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 or something like that like there are lots okay. of idle games on mobile where you have to like slash things and you just have to like continually slash. Um, but this was kind of different because like you have to actually go to like an, a fishing place, which is super calm and relaxing. And I actually like go around on a boat using your thumb to control the raft and then do the fishing. So the fishing is like super non-consequential. You can't really fail, right? And it's You just, can't. And it, you just, it's the act of casting is just so simple. Yeah. So it's you kind know, of like, like a slingshot method that I, was, I was curious about where you pull back and then it shows like sort of like a, a casting line in the opposite direction. And then once you let go, it just sort of casts exactly to that spot. Any fish that are around like that little area that you cast it to, the fish comes to it and then you just tap and then you get the fish. There's absolutely no difficulty in it. Um, it's just something that you do, uh, which I think is both a charm and a curse in my opinion. And we can get that. We can get to that later. Uh, but yeah, overall. I think it's like a super chill game right it's so chill it's i mean it was the, it was right there in the description i honestly feel like that's one of the most uh genuinely accurate descriptions of a game that we've seen in recent time um here on the show is that it is quite meditative the visuals are very serene the music is pretty calming super relaxing, it reminds me yeah. of being in a spa or something and hearing this kind of like it's a very uh, sleepy sort of relaxing type of music it's perfect I, for like 
to play like right before you go to bed. I was just going to say that was when I played it the most. It was right before bed because yeah. it was I'm not good at, at um, meditating as I should be. I'm not good at using the apps that help you do that. But this was sort of like that. This felt like a, a new age way of meditating because it was right. so chill. Except for one part, which we'll get to in the bad part. Oh, I'm excited. But yeah, let's get to the three by threes. Tice, what is your first good point? You touched on it before explaining the slingshot method to fishing. Uh, the simple controls, I felt like it was very easy. I rarely needed to use more than my thumb, if that makes sense. Like I could just like hold my phone, use my thumb and navigate around. Uh, the way that you navigate on the island on foot uh, is sort of the same as when you're on a on a boat where you, you place your thumb in the screen and then you just move it in the direction. And it's it, it's like that's about it. You just kind of wander about. I liked that a lot. I thought it was easy to fish, as you described. Uh, and then the moving of the boat and the walking all felt very intuitive. I didn't need to learn anything too much about that. So my first good thing is that simple controls. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, to kind of build on top of that, uh, my first good point is that this game is completely in portrait mode. Uh, and I think it really adds to the casual aspect of it. They really put a real good focus on being able to have all the controls mostly available on like the bottom half of the screen. So even with like the fishing method, I believe they chose that slingshot method because then you can cast it to the upper parts of the screen while just keeping your thumb in the bottom section. Um, and everything is really like all the controls are down there. It made it really convenient for me to just like chill and just have one hand on the phone rather than having two hands on the phone to play this game. So it really lends itself to being a real good casual idle game. What's your next good point? It's a great point. I think the soundtrack and just the overall audio, uh, you know, I'm a sucker for that. Great audio really helps me connect to a game. And uh, this was good. I thought it was pretty good. It's very background. Like it's definitely background and kind of, it's not going to overtake your senses or, or confuse you. But I think it really complemented the chill factor, shall we say, to the game. It is definitely chill. The music is relaxing. Um, I think I had some issues with the sound effects just being a little bit too generic. It didn't really have a, well, it didn't stand out at all in any way. And while that might be really relaxing, I think they could have actually done a little bit more to, to make it a little bit more unique or a little bit like crunchier. And I can actually get, get to this in like the, the bad points. Uh, but my next good point is that this game is just like super relaxing. Right. <laughs> yeah. If you're not, if you're not getting the gist by now, I think we both felt very chill playing. It's very, it's right. nice. It's a wind down game. It's not a wind up game. You know. It's it's kind of. Um, I feel like it's kind of like a blessing and a curse. Like it's so relaxing, and I think idle games usually try and motivate you to get to the next thing. But because the nature of this game is like pretty relaxing, like I had. I didn't really have a strong of a motivation to continue on with the next thing as I did with like other idle games. Um, the only motivation here is like to really expand your island and expand the functionalities that are in there and maybe expanding your fishing capabilities. But outside of that, like it's super chill. So I think the expectations are also like not really set upon you, probably by design. I think you're right. That's a good point. The last thing for me that I found great was that from what I can tell, the fish species are real. I was yet I hadn't come across any fish that um, I either didn't already know about or went and looked up and realized it was real because it was a new species to me. But I like that. I think mm. they could have they could have gone a more playful route and made stuff up, but they took a real fish species, um, illustrated it in a more playful, like um, simplified manner, 
but then you can learn a bit about the fish and then it's 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 interesting it's interesting to go and like look that fish up and then see what it's like in the wild and how many variants of that fish there are and where do they live in the world and where are they introduced and where are they not and are they endangered and that i really like that i think it can be semi-educational in that sense and i'm not sure if that was the intention of the developers but i i really liked it it taught me a little bit about some species i wasn't aware of totally and i think what was really cute is that not only did they have the different species of fish you know they kind of had like the different locations where you can find them like certain fish are only able to find in like certain islands um but on top of that like the styling of the fish were all sort of like styled within this game so they were all kind of cute looking right they were like, cute and you can tell a lot of love was put into modeling these it's all done in 3d right and there's a lot of care put into it my third good point is that much like that there are a variety of fish there are a lot of things to do in this game. So you can actually go fishing. I don't know if the function or like the mechanics of fishing ever gets a little any deeper or more difficult. Uh, but with my time with it, it was kind of like same all throughout. Um, but you can upgrade your fish. I assume there's going to be a way to upgrade your fishing pole. I'm not sure. But there's like a jobs board that you can unlock, which then gives you some objectives of like catching a certain fish. So you can go around to look for that certain fish. Um, you know, you have a pet that you can upgrade as well, which gives you like a multiplier on like the amount of coins that you gain. You can upgrade your assistance. I'm sure there's a ton more things that you can upgrade on your island as well to, to gain more coins. There are lots of things to do in this game. Um, and yeah, and it seems like there's a really good mix of like that casual type gameplay and being able to build this up. So yeah, overall, like, you know, a lot of stuff to do in this game that isn't really forced upon you, but more like just there for you to do. So that's a that's a big plus for me. I noticed that too pretty quickly that it's it, I assumed it was going to be about fishing, right? And just like progress of fishing. But I thought it's yeah, hat tip to the developers here um and designers and everyone that worked on the game that um there's a lot of just casual like walking about and you'll stumble across something. I thought that was really nice. It just felt like there wasn't pressure like you say. Uh if you're into that kind of thing, if you like building stuff, unlocking things, yeah, there's a lot to do here. But um shall we move on to the bad points? Let's get to the bad points of this idle relaxing game tice what is your first bad point first one is ads i hate oh, ads yeah. i i struggled a lot with that and the way that they are integrated into this game i thought was interesting um they're the takeover ads i'm a little more naive to mobile ads so i'm still learning but they are the kind of take over the whole screen wait for the uh, timer to count down but then there are native controls in the game where Let's say you want to um, cash in the, the fish and get paid for them. I think there's a way where you can watch like double the amount of the ads or, or whatever it is to get like uh, double the amount of the money. Um, but it's a right. native control to do that. And I I am not the most attentive person. So like more than once I tapped the two, 2x thing, not realizing because the way that it's it's shown in the in the UI, it's like, a brighter color or it's more attractive, right? So well done to, to, to the tick, because I'm pretty sure that's intentional. And then you'd have to well sit done through to the shady UX guy. seconds. I, I use a little bit of dark UX there um, that I well and truly fell into. Ready for it? Hook, line, and sinker. Oh boy, oh, here we go. fishing pun of the, of the show. Uh, yeah, that, that <laughs> fired me a lot. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm out of here. Sorry, this is my last show, by the way. So uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, the ads got me. We've talked about this before. I right. know that they're there for a reason. I do understand it. So I tried to check my my frustrations, but they are they are big and they're right. obnoxious. Yeah. And I was trying to think about this, right? Like I had I also noted the monetization down as like a bad issue. Um, but they do it in a way where if you think about it and you're the developers, it's probably in the best place that you can put it, right? It's like 
Could be. They don't really list. bother you yeah. as you start up. They don't really bother you as you go fishing. They don't bother you when you're fishing. It's only after you're done fishing and you're coming back to your home island to cash in. That's when they put in the ad, right? And so far, that was like the only moment where they put in the ad. So in that sense, it wasn't that bad. But the quality of the ads that are in there, which I don't think the developers <laughs> are actually controlling, are I so know. terrible. Right? They're so like, bad. I, my problem is like, <laughs> why do they continue to put ads of mobile games in mobile games? So low quality. Yeah, right? I'm already playing the game. Why, I'm why already playing gonna... a game. <laughs> why no would sense. I want to play another game? Advertise other stuff. Advertise right. like TV shows or something. I don't know. Like exactly. Something you can do later. Like trailers. I have no films. problems watching yeah. of movies. You know, like there's so much that they can do there and it they continue. So counterproductive. Yeah, it's really bad. To, like lead you away from a game when you're or to another game when you're already playing the game. I just don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. That also really ground my gears, Sam. Yeah, so monetization was a big thing. I considered actually buying the ads-free portion to actually not have ads in the game, but it was a little too steep for me in terms of price. I know I should support this game in ways. It was a bit. It was like six ninety nine to get rid of the ads. Normally, it if it's about yeah. like up to five dollars, up to four ninety nine, I'd be like, okay, like I have no problem. Cost of a coffee, cup right. of coffee, sure. But by the time that I noticed that the ads were pretty annoying. The time that I invested in it wasn't enough for me to justify that six ninety nine point, right? And so, yeah, it was, it was weird. Like, I don't think six ninety nine is a good price point for that. Or you I'm not sure if you buy any number. other package that it does remove the ads as well. Normally, like in these type of games, if you buy like their summer package or like you know whatever bundle that they have, yeah. yeah, then it gets rid of ads. But that wasn't clear to me, so I didn't, I didn't take that approach as well. Yeah, but I agree. I, I had a similar thought. So ads and monetization, got it. Uh, I lost a bit of track on it uh, throughout the week. And I think you touched on this before that due to the slow pace of the game, mm. um, it didn't, I didn't come back to this game for similar reasons from other games, which was like progression. I think I actually came back to this game because it was so relaxing, mm. which I think is a good thing. That's interesting. But yeah. I did lose track of it, you know, because I think the, my mental model for wanting to complete a game is generally pretty straightforward of like, I want to get to the next thing and get to the end or whatever it is. With this game, I don't really know what the end would look like. And the the attraction for that was less. Yeah, I actually came back to it um, because it was relaxing when I was about to go to bed. So... I did lose track right. of it through the week, I think because of that maybe more traditional want of, of finishing a game. That is really interesting. Yeah, so I feel like the same type of attraction of like what brought me back to this game wasn't any sort of need for me to see things through. It was just the total convenience of it being super casual that attracted me to come back. But at the same time, I was thinking about it and I was like, man, I kind of wish that this game felt like I was playing more of a game like that little the yeah for me the endorphins weren't popping the mm. the little signals of i forget what 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 hormone it is where you know like when you get a like on instagram you have that little i know what pop you mean endorphin yeah yeah right like i'm Do you not think getting you plateaued like when you started the game you might have had that and then it's sort of pretty quickly just like yeah that, it might like be like too minor for me but there is still a need for me to come back and i think it's just like you said like just the ease of being able to come back into it that makes it much more available it's kind of like watching a seinfeld episode right like you can just slide back into a seinfeld episode and just like watch the next one without any it's issues like you never left it's like you never <laughs> left right 
but it's the same way like where I can't watch um, an episode of let's say I don't know what's like an intense show that was really good like like uh, Breaking Bad right oh, you can't just slip into that you, you can't just slip into there. it you no, have no, to no, kind no. of like mentally steal yourself in order to be ready for it especially when the episodes are still new and they're coming out right um yeah in that same way like this is so easy to get back into but i was missing like my bad point is that i was missing a little bit of that pop that made it feel like an enjoyable game but overall like it's still very enjoyable i mean there's some th- there's analogies here for fishing right because i mean one of the constant things about fishing is you're not always going to catch a fish but you mm. still try so going down to the lake and having a fish and not getting a single bite you haven't failed you just haven't had that hit, you know. So then, and some people that really frustrates them. Other people that don't care. Mm. They're just there to relax. And I think, but when you do catch that fish, you're pretty elated, you know. You got you're definitely going to come back the next day. That's that's a hands down, <laughs> right. you know. So I see some analogies here with the game itself, you know, of like maybe if you were to have more of those hits, you'd be more likely to come back more often. But I do think I do think to to wrap it up here that it is it is a credit to the people that made this game that for me at least I felt more inclined to come back to it because it was relaxing, mm. um, which is not something I've experienced with many video games at all. Gotcha. That's it for mine. Do you have any other bad points, Tice? I had one last bad point that it could, again, this could be user error as in me, uh, but I couldn't I couldn't quite understand the currency model. Uh, and I was wondering if you could walk us through it, Sam, like there's the coins that you earn from fish and you redeem those coins for things like the assistance, like you said, um, getting a beach ball, unlocking, um, you know, different things on the dock and uh, drums and totems and what have you. But it looks like there was another currency model in the game. Right, the um, that I didn't. F- yeah, and I feel like that is a pretty common mechanism in gaming, but I'm still quite new to that. And I yeah. couldn't figure out how to purchase stuff on the shop. Did you? Yeah, so the pearl is any sort of like, is used usually for any sort of adornment that I think will... Uh, change your character's appearance or maybe like that's how you eventually get other better boats or better fishing rods. Because I wanted the better boats. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wasn't so, I'm not a, you know, there's, I'm not so much into cosmetics, but I wanted those better boats. There's some right. cool boats in there. Yeah. And I think that's where they're really banking on that actual monetization. So everything else you can just unlock within the game by using the in-game currency, which are the coins. Um, but if you want any sort of like that bigger, cooler things, I think that's where you have to spend real bucks to get the pearls in order to buy them. Initially, they give you a set of Mm. pearls for like doing one of the tasks that are given to you. But outside of that, I think it's going to be very rare for you to try to gain them within game. I kind of figured it makes sense. You know, like like you noted on with monetization, like you you do need to make some money in these games. It didn't feel too unfamiliar but i wasn't quite sure how to actually get to that so right and from my take of it like it didn't feel that icky as well like i think a lot of times game companies really try to expand on this to make it so i guess like really um like you really want them but for this game it wasn't that it wasn't that like uh it like gross in that implementation but the fact that it's still there kind of made me go like oh okay like they're still following the same patterns that a lot of these like <laughs> you're like well yeah they still need too. to do this still yeah. need to get paid right and i think your note before on that i just i want to also say another fishing analogy because i'm tempted because i don't know when we'll play a fishing game again is uh you the time at which they throw the ad mm. uh, and you're saying that's towards the end that's when you're bringing the fish back 
just like fishing, that's when the day's kind of over. You got to clean up the boat. You got to clean the fish. You know, it's just it's you got to do it. It's not a not a huge amount of fun, but it's part of the process. So mm. I think that in that sense, you are right. That felt very organic. But that's about it for tides a fishing game. And I'm very curious to know what is your seven day rating. Tice, this is a seven days for me. <gasps> oh my god! Oh, this is wow! I haven't been on a show where you've given it a seven. Yeah. And I picked it. And you picked it. Yeah. Wow. There is something about the way that it was so made for the portrait as well as like taking really good considerations of the landscape. I mean, the portrait mode for you to be able to just do the things that you do and making it super casual to just pop back into. Yeah, I revisited all seven days and played it and, you know, got a little bit of progress more on some days on the other. But overall, like, yeah. That continual progress that you got from unlocking those assistants made it something where you can come back the next day. And it's like, oh, great. They made like a bunch of coins for me. That's awesome. We didn't, that that moment is actually really nice. You yeah. just like collect the money and it's all very wholesome, very Animal Crossing like. There's nothing weird there. And it's, it's really nice to collect the big bucks of mm-hmm. the folk that have been doing the fishing for you. Seven out of seven. Yeah. Wow. Tice, what did you give Tides colon a fishing game? Well, Sam, I played this game six out of seven days. Nice. Uh, I'm not sure I've done that before either. Uh, And for very similar reasons, uh, I did not make as much progress as you, um, but I did enjoy just tuning out for a few minutes there before I went to bed and collecting the money, but then going for a fish. I love it in real life. And turns out I love it on a phone. So that was very chill. It's a pleasurable six out of seven days for me. Awesome. Tice, that was Tides, a fishing game. Now it is up to me to choose the next game. Uh, Tice, you have seven days to play Mr. Traffic. (laughs) Okay. Mr. Traffic. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, yeah. This looks like a lot of fun. Even the the icon is adorable. Uh, I'll read you the first line from the description. Mr. Traffic from Dumpling Design. Oh, we're in a good spot here. Tap cars to make them go. Avoid crashing for a high score. There it is. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you kindly. So that is our show. But before we go, Tice, do you have a thing of the week? I do, actually. Uh, our friend group uh, has been great in the last couple of years at recommending all sorts of things that you might want <laughs> for the home or for yourself. It's like a little think tank, um, sometimes controversial, sometimes a clear hit. Uh, and I was recommended to try konjac jelly as a way to snack during the day um, and sort of avoid some of those maybe, you know, lesser good foods, lesser good. What a dreadful use of English. Mm. So uh, my wife and I have been um, snacking on konjac jelly over the last few weeks and it's delicious and uh, a nice alternative to maybe like yeah, crackers or, or any of the kind of like other snacks that you'd reach for. And uh, I've been really enjoying it. It reminds me of being a child again because it comes in this most adorable little sachet that you need to break up and then you squeeze it. And it's it's like a fun experience to snack on that. And it's very easy, which nice. a lot of like, not just weight, weight loss, but healthy habits come from ease. So that has been fun. So I'll link to that in the description for the podcast here. You can go check it out. Conject Jelly. I am new to it. Awesome. Do you Are you familiar with the Conject at all? No. Okay. No, I am now. So a little bit more now. I believe the right pronunciation is konyaku, which is like okay. a Japanese word. Um, I'm not sure if that's just a 
translation from Konjak? Like, have you heard oh, of Konjak before? Vaguely, but honestly, not not. I haven't heard a great deal about it. No. Okay, because I'm not sure which came first. If it's the Konjak oh. that came first, or if Konyaku is just the interpretation of Konjak, right? Right. So right. I'm not sure, but like I I've always known it as Konyaku. Okay. Uh, which is sort of like made from kind of like a yam, right? Like it's like taro starch that's put together. Because it's like vegan friendly, right? Yeah. There's nothing it's in there vegan, that's like… It's vegan. It's like very low on the glycemic. So it doesn't like shoot up your insulin at all. And yeah, very low calories, low sugar. So generally… And the like, texture is like a jelly jello like a kind of broken yeah. up. If you've ever yeah. known like agar agar as well, it's kind of like that. Uh, but yeah, like big fan of it. Um, I ha- actually had been looking for cognac, like sweet cognac jelly, because they've they've used cognac for savory foods for a really long time, and you can find that so accessibly, right? Really? So normally, if you make like a yakiniku or like a sukiyaki, like you put the noodle version of cognac, which they have um, in oh. it as well, like, or like you can even have right. like the cube version, which you can like kind of like cook up or sear and you put that into like yeah. your foods as well. Yeah. So it's also it could be used for like a savory thing. Yep. But yeah, I'm glad you're liking it. I need to learn some more, but um it's good stuff. It is good. Yeah. I think it's great to shake it up. Good recommendation there from the Think Tank group from, from the friends. Think Tank. Uh but what a, Yeah. What about you, Sam? What's Hold your thing of the week? I'm going to get it. I'm going to show you on the screen. People won't be able to see it Here we go. because it's not a video podcast, but we'll, hold on. I can attempt to describe what I see. As it as it comes at me. All right, look at this hunker. This is oh, Sam is holding a like it looks like a foot long right. uh, case. This is the Steam Deck with a zip on it. Oh, this thing is the Steam Deck. Right. Oh wow! It's you that can see yourself on the reflection hunker. there. I can, I can. <laughs> I'm looking at a nice wide uh, handheld gaming device. Right. So this is the Steam Deck. This is the latest sort of ha- quote unquote handheld from Steam or Valve, Valve Software. Uh, and yeah, it's, I'm very impressed by it. So see how it it's just a, like started off my game? Yeah, it's a PC game. Wow. The resume uh, function was right, very fast. Resume and then like, oh, I'm getting into a fight. Let's see if I can do this. We're looking. Wow. Right? Wow, Sam is playing this game right in front of me, and it's essentially a PC game, but in the format of like a big Switch, yeah. a big Nintendo Switch or something like and that. And it's running at 60 frames per second. It's got the trackpads there. It's got the trackpads oh. so you can move it. Yeah. it's That's amazing. I can't believe that you can hold a PC in your hands. It's always been a real limiting factor, right? Even laptop, gaming laptops haven't been that great, but... Oh, he's kicking my butt. <laughs> That's down. How does it feel I, in the hands? Like, does it feel ergonomic? Is it heavy? Is it light? So it's kind of heavy, right? It's it, if you think of like a switch. I imagine it would be. Um, yeah. it's only slightly more heavier than a switch. Okay, but overall, it feels like totally doable as like something that you can just like play on your lap or like hold up for a long time. The controls actually feel really good. So. The huh. the controls are up here, which is kind of not normal because normally they put them down here for some reason, right? Right. And then they yeah, extend the handles. The top of it. Yeah. Yeah. The handles are higher on top next to the screen, which I think is like such a smart thing to do because when you hold it, it's like feels so natural. Oh, interesting. Usually it'd be yeah, like you said, further down towards yeah. the bottom of the yeah. of the controller or 
device or whatever. Yeah, and overall it feels great. Like I think this is such a they did such a good job with it. I'm very impressed by it. Um, but yeah, and because it's a PC, you can pick up games that you've already owned on Steam. Yeah, you can resume. Them I have on your like over five thousand like games switch. on Steam. Oh my lord. <laughs> I wonder if you'll revisit games that you wouldn't play on your PC. Oh, one hundred percent. Right there, yeah. And it's if you're on a trip or you're in your bed or like you're just hanging on the couch, like you're just casually going to pick up games that you own and haven't bothered to look at for some time. That's pretty cool. Right. And so I think what's the really uh, exciting thing about this too is they've already put a bunch of emulators that you can put on this. That so you can. Oh, now now we're talking. So you can get like your entire wow. like Mame catalog, your old SNES games, even like your oh. PlayStation games. On this thing, and because oh, it this has is the like new the PlayStation Portable, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So yeah, great little device. Kind of expensive, seven hundred bucks, right? For like Not the five hundred gig version. I do think though the playability that you just mentioned, the fact <clears> that <throat> because it's a PC, it just opens up a world. I heard that you can install Windows if you want to. Yeah, if it's you running on a Linux core. Yeah. Okay, and then I noticed this morning um, somewhere <clears> I read that they partnered with. I fix it for replacement parts. So they're like embracing the fixing your own world oh. rather than the sort of lockdown, everything's glued together and, mm. you know, bolted together sort of thing. Sure, but don't ever use iFixit. I mean, those people, my goodness. Hey, I won't say anything bad about iFixit, but yeah, you have better options. <laughs> I think the right to repair movement is is moving in the right 100%. direction. 100%. Like being able to that repair your own stuff, with. it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that like Steam... Uh, embracing a right to repair um, for something like this. Because like you say, it's got a pretty hefty price tag. You know, yeah. you don't want to be shipping that thing off when you bust a, a, a joystick or something. Exactly. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so that's the Steam Deck. And that is my thing of the week. Tice, you have seven days to play Mr. Traffic. I'm looking forward to this one. This looks like a lot of fun. Thanks for the pick. Find us on Twitter and Instagram by searching for seven days to play. Find and listen to us on your favorite podcasting app by searching for Seven Days to Play. Seven Days to Play.